Hello, lovely listeners. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and for their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all. Learn more by visiting choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. There's nothing quite like getting home after a long day at work and seeing your dog wagging its tail, waiting for you. They really are amazing creatures. They love, they lead, they rescue, they protect. And some dogs become revolutionary. This is Carmen and Christina, and this is Historias Unknown. Christina is going to tell us about something today. Yes, yes. I am going to tell you about... Were you going to explain more about the podcast before I said that? Oh, I was going to say <laughs> I was gonna say the podcast where I tell you about dogs. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Historias Unknown. <laughs> the podcast where I tell you about... Yeah, actually, that would fit too. But no, today it's about known doggos oh no to some gen z is gonna hate that you said doggos by the way i know but i don't know that we have gen z listeners anyway i don't know we probably don't (laughs) people like to hate on things that certain generations do and if doggos is like the worst thing that gen z hates millennials for that's fine because then boomers exist and we have (laughs) more reasons we're not as bad as boomers no god no no one is (laughs) Nowhere near. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, today I'm going to be telling you about some revolutionary dogs. And they're all part of the revolution protest that took place in Chile. There was protests from 2011 to 2013. And then again, 2019 to like really 2020. Oh. And then they kind of calmed a little bit. And there's still protests. And protests never really stopped. But those were just like really massive protests that occurred. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, get into this. I don't think we have any, any, any like housekeeping items. We don't have any of those ever. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So, to preface this, like when we visit Mexico, it's pretty normal to see street dogs everywhere. It's also normal in the Mexican part of where I live. Yes. Yeah, it is. I feel like it's normal in the Mexican part of any town. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I imagine that's the case all over Latin America as well. It's certainly the case in Chile. So, you know, these dogs live on the streets and they're still usually, at least in a lot of areas, they're still fed and loved by the people in the neighborhood. Like, I remember... Yeah, they're like neighborhood dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in Mexico and, and my abuelita's like, all right, time to feed the dogs. And she just set out like, mm-hmm. you know, some food you're not supposed to give dogs, but they're fine. <laughs> people food that, people yeah. Food, yeah. <laughs> so what happens when these neighborhoods take their fight to the streets? 
Well, we get revolutionary firulais. <laughs> I was really excited about that phrase. <laughs> I could tell in your face. I know. Anyway, so yeah, revolutionary dogs. They join the fight um, of their neighborhoods. They take to the streets with their people. <laughs> and that was the case in Chile. So students took to the streets to protest Chile's education system. And these specific protests lasted from 2011 to 2013. And then again, mass protests erupted in 2019. Um, but protesting never really stops there, I guess. Wait, what were the mass protests in 2019 about? The same thing? Education? Yeah, they began about uh, education. And it was like leftover from the pit Pinochet um, oh. regime because they changed the way education worked in Chile. And so the reform oh. or the, the protests were against the education system that Pinochet put into place. Okay. So the 2011 protests involved university students and high school students and teachers. Eventually, this movement led to other movements. There was also feminist movements occurring at the same time, protests against femicides. There was um, the Mapuche people, indigenous community, uh, the indigenous people of Chile were also protesting, demanding for their rights. So it was like, a lot of movements going on at the same time. Mm. Um, so the demands from the university students included uh, they wanted an increased state support for public universities because public funding would go into private schools and only rich people could get into the private schools. And like, okay, it makes me think of how they're trying to push charter school and homeschooling here. Bingo, yeah. Thanks to what's her name? Ugh, fucking, Betsy DeVos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Betsy De DeVille. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and like, it was like so bad. I, I was reading like this person saying that they were a two year, a second year nursing student and they already had like 50K in debt. Oh, wow. In a public university, because that's just how much it costs to get an education if you're not rich. So that was one of their demands, a more equitable admissions uh, into prestigious universities, because, again, they were only for the rich. Free public education, a more access to higher education that doesn't depend on the family's economic situation. Um, they wanted to create a government agency that would apply the law against profit in higher education and prosecute universities that were using loopholes to profit, not to educate <laughs> They wanted no more indirect or direct government aid for for-profit schools, um, more serious accreditation process uh, that would include or sorry, that would improve quality uh, for um, sc all schools. And then they wanted a creation of inter intercultural university that and this was so that the demands of Mapuche students could be met because they are often left out of all education Mm -hmm. And they also wanted a repeal of laws forbidding students to participate in university governance. I don't understand what that, that one's about, honestly. Say that again? A repeal of laws forbidding student participation in university governance. Oh, so like students weren't allowed to participate in the governing bodies of their schools? Oh, and they wanted... And they want to be able oh, to? that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I think that's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, and then they wanted a central government control over secondary and primary public schools to replace the current system of municipal control, which led to insane inequalities, um, like huge inequalities mm. in the education system. 
High school students also joined these protests. They were calling for the application of Chile's school voucher system in preschool, primary, and secondary to be ap applicable only to nonprofit schools because the Chilean system is basically to blame for inequalities across the entire educational system in Chile. They wanted more states, basically like almost the same things that the university students wanted, but for um, okay. high school and uh, middle school, elementary school. They also wanted um, student bus passes throughout the year because schools were so far away from certain places. Um, they would oh, have wow. to walk miles, sometimes take the bus if it was available and it was expensive to take. Just like our parents say that yes. when they had to climb mountains to get to school. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They wanted more vocational high schools, reconstruction of schools that were damaged during the 2010 earthquake, higher pay for teachers, and just, you know, equality, really. Mm -hmm. So during these protests, three dogs rose to fame. Well, these protests and then again in 2019. So the first dog, his name is El Negro Matapacos, also known as Pepe Matapacos. Um, I love how he has two names. Yeah, so I think his first original name was Pepe. And then when the um, oh. protest happened, Matapacos was added on. And Matapacos <laughs> translates to cop killer. And he's a black dog. So that's what the, where the negro Matapacos um, comes from. Mm. So black cop killer is this dog's name. And then another dog, El Rucio Capucha. <laughs> <laughs> so Rusio is boy in Chile and um, Capucha was the name that the protesters were I'm not sh entirely sure if protesters called themselves Capuchas or if they were given that name but that's how, what, oh. how they were known so um, El Rusio okay. Capucha became known as that <laughs> um, at first I thought it was Russo and I was like why but no it's Rusio yeah. <laughs> uh, and then another dog El Vaquita <laughs> which is like little cow. And this dog is black oh and gosh. white. And so the name really Okay, that was my guess. Yeah. And then yeah. there's one more dog. I saw him named, but I couldn't find more information on this specific dog. But this dog's name was El Chirimoya. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you know dogs have like the most ridic ridiculous names. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that means or no, what that is? No, I tried to look up and I, <laughs> I could find zero information. Only pictures on the last dog. So okay. I don't know. <laughs> If anyone is from Chile, well, if someone is from Chile, oh, Jinx. twins, yeah, tell us. They can let us know. <laughs> Please tell us. Yeah, because I I couldn't find anything. So I'm gonna tell you about uh, Pepe Matapacos first. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. So this was in 2011, and a street dog who would be known as El Negro Matapacos was living in Santiago, Chile. Pepe met Maria, who was a street vendor. Uh, she sells chocolates. And Maria had a soft spot for street dogs, and she took as many as she could in. And don't we all have a tia like this? Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> I know we do. How many dogs <laughs> is she at now? I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. I know a while ago there was four, but I, I know some of them got six, so I don't know if there's still uh -huh. four. Yeah. But yeah, there's always someone that takes in these dogs. And so Maria, she didn't want to take Pepe in because she didn't have enough money, but she did anyway because mm -hmm. she just loves these dogs. And Pepe, he's a cute dog. <laughs> so um, 
she made room for Pepe and brought him into her home. And so Pepe would roam the streets and then he would come home at night <laughs> to sleep. And That's eat. how the dogs do over there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, because Maria was a street vendor and not a student, she didn't participate in any of the protests. She was just trying to work, trying to live, you know. So she had no idea mm-hmm. what Pepe was up to. Um, was up to. Yeah. And so <laughs> she lives near the University of Santiago. So every day Pepe would roam the streets and he befriended all these students because this was his normal like path. He would go walk over there, hang out at the university and then come back at night. And so when the students. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> so when the students uh, began protesting, Pepe joined them. Um, and she didn't even know until she saw him on the news. Like. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they began protesting and Pepe Matapacos joined them. He marched along their side every day. And the government response to these protests was not a peaceful one, as I think most yeah, most protests. Go. Oh, my God. I don't want I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I don't want to find out that Matapacos was hurt. You'll find out. You'll see what happens. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. The government deployed police in riot gear. Police detained students. They used excessive force. And uh, something that was really, really used during all these protests are water cannons. Mm, and they also wow. fired at crowds. Um, like, like with, with actual rubber, guns? Um, rubber oh, bullets. Oh, rubber bullets? bullets, yeah. So when uh, Pepe Matapacos was marching with students and he noticed that police were too aggressive. He would step in and protect the students. He was only ever aggressive towards police, never towards the students. He would growl at police, bark at them, charge at them. He knew who the bad guys were, but he never like bit or actually attacked police. He just like barked, charged, oh, wow. but he didn't ever hurt anyone. Um, but this is what gave what how he earned the name Matapacos because all the students noticed like this dog does not like cops, cops, cops. <laughs> on the cob. Anyway, accidentally said cob. <laughs> this um, I didn't even know it oh, is. Whoops, <laughs> I sort of have. Until you repeated cob, and I was like, yeah, it's because I said, said cob on the cob. I said this dog does not like cops. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pepe did not like cops. Um, Pepe said a cab. And so they gave him the name <laughs> Matapacos. He said FTP. <laughs> he said FTP. Yeah, he did. He really did. And they, um, they, the students also donned a little red bandana on him. Sometimes he would be seen. I've seen. I've seen yeah. that. Um, sometimes he also was wearing a blue bandana, but it's usually the red <laughs> one is the one he was always wearing. So one day during these protests, um, Pepe Matapacos was hurt by a police tank. Students carried him to Maria, and she took him to the vet. Um, Pepe Matapacos needed a life-saving surgery that she could not afford, and she was afraid that she would have to say goodbye to him. But the students were not going to let their comrade die. They raised funds and paid for the surgery. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to cry. I noticed. I'm like, oh, my God. Now you're making me cry? (laughs) This is so stupid because I've... I've almost cried with other episodes. This is a fucking dog. I'm dying. Oh my god. I'm like those stupid people that are like hear all this other horrible shit and they don't cry and then they hear stories about dogs. And this is only the first one. 
Whew, wow. Oh, that was... I, I, can't, I can't stand when people do this and I'm doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying over here. <laughs> That's what I get. <laughs> okay, so... Um... Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, okay, it was more so that the students saved the dog. I think that's when I teared it up. It was so inspiring. Yeah, they came together, yeah, and paid for the <laughs> surgery that Matapacos needed. And and yeah, he got the surgery. Once he was strong enough to go home, Maria would not let him go outside because she didn't want him to get hurt. <laughs> I was going to say he snuck out. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me tell you what Matapacos did. Oh, my God. So she didn't want him to get hurt again, and he still needed to rest. But... Pepe Matapacos would cry, beg, and scratch at the door. Still, she would oh my not God. let him go. And then he became depressed. Oh my God. He was like no longer energetic. He wasn't eating. And Maria felt that she needed to let him go because he was not doing okay. He was going to starve because he wasn't eating. Wow. Um, so she still feared for his life, but she let him go. And Matapacos, he had a fight to fight. Like, <laughs> So Pepe Matapacos went and he joined the students again. He marched until th- uh, 2013 when the protest stopped. An educational reform had passed. Many believed it wasn't enough, but it was enough to calm the protests for the most as, part. As reforms never are. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Don't we know it? <laughs> hmm. So uh, Matapacos continued a happy life, um, roaming the streets, uh, hanging out with the students. Hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to Maria at the end of the day. Um, until 2017 when he died of natural Aww. causes. So he was a good boy. He was 12. <laughs> yeah, 12 when he died. That's old, especially for a big dog. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what kind of dog he is. I'll be posting a lot of pictures. There's a lot of pictures of. Him. I feel like when I last saw pictures of him, he reminded me of a German German Shepherd, but he didn't. Um, he wasn't as big. I don't think. No, a little smaller, but he does. Unless resemble... I'm just hella remembering wrong. No, no, he resembles. Um, but he has more fur. Like, didn't he have the ears? Yeah. Pointy ears. The pointy mm-hmm. ears. Yeah, but I I am so bad at like dog breeds that I don't know. I just and yeah. there's like different breeds over there, isn't there? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How dogs there has work. to be. <laughs> I think there is. Yeah, but he resembles. That is close. He resembles a, a German Shepherd, uh-huh. just like more fur. I was gonna say almost like the dog from Harry Potter, the black dog. Oh, oh. But I could. But be those don't have wrong. Pointy ears. They, it didn't have pointy ears. The omen dogs? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he was a, yeah, he was a big black dog <laughs> with a little red bandana. So, yeah, he, he died in 2017. And then in 2019, when protests broke out, broke out again, Matapacos was still present during these protests. Uh, protesters erected a 20-foot statue of him. Oh, my gosh. Then, um... People burned it down and then they made it again. Why? <laughs> oh. They rebuilt it. You cannot you cannot bring the spirit of Matapacos no, down. No, <laughs> you cannot. Um his face could be seen all over signs held by protesters, and there was street art everywhere depicting um El Negro Matapacos. You could even find Matapacos uh stickers in 2019 in New York. So Oh, wow. In New York, police pulled, uh, I don't know if it was like one officer that pulled a weapon on a, on a teenager who was fair dodging. He had jumped, you know, the subway. He didn't pay. 
Oh, and they, yeah, they pointed yeah. weapons at him for that. And after that happened, there was a little bit of protesting, and there was stickers of El Negro Matapacos. Because he, he would have stood up against that cop. Yeah, he would have. Uh, so although Pepe Matapacos was no longer physically on Earth, his legacy, it's going to go on forever. I love it. Yeah, he's like the face of a, of a revolution now. <laughs> Just beautiful. Yes. Uh, so, uh, and then again in 2019. So in 2019, the students in Chile, it began with students, but the same thing happened. Move, other movements spread. So students in Chile staged a large-scale fair dodge to protest the ever-increasing prices of public transport fees. And then the fair dodges were would become large demonstrations and protests over education. And then women were marching for their rights, and so were indigenous people. Um, mm. So it was just a lot of movements that met up uh, at once. Um, and it's really, it was still left over from the 2011 to 2013 um, because that was like barely, barely quelled with like the, the bare reason. minimum. Yeah, the mm. bare minimum. So people were still there. Was still like inequality. There was still um, social. What's it called? Unrest. Unrest. Mm. Um, so in the city of Antofagasta, protests broke out, and one brave dog was always there beside the students. His name was El Vaquita, which translates to little cow. And this name makes sense when you look at him. He's a big uh, black and white dog. And El Vaquita was always seen wagging his tail among the protesters. And he always made his way to the front lines where he could be seen burying his teeth at police, barking at police. Like there's there's amazing <laughs> iconic pictures of El Vaquita. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure everyone has seen the little girl staring with the fire going on. Like she's turning towards the camera. Um, that mm. meme. Well, there's a picture of Vaquita basically in that same. <laughs> I think I've seen it. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. Oh, <laughs> that must have been where I saw it. I will, yeah, I was sharing <laughs> all these pictures though. I think this happened in January 2020, though some articles said October 2019. But during a large protest, El, um, El Vaquita was injured. This particular no? demonstration was more violent than the others. And so at the end of the demonstration or the protest, he was disoriented and he couldn't find his way home. And um, so the students tried to get him to the vet, but he <laughs> protests. He was not afraid of water cannons. He was not afraid of police. He was he afraid was, of the vet. Yeah. <laughs> he was afraid of the vet and he would not stay. So let me tell you what the students did. They organized a fake march. And they oh got my together. God. They got together in the hundreds, <gasps> marched to the vet. When when Vaquita saw them marching to the vet, he joined them and he marched. He marched his little happy ass all the way to the vet. Wow. And once uh, once he was there, he stayed because he thought it was a protest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just wow. That's beautiful. So uh that's the way Vaquita followed and went to the vet. And um Vaquita had been shot by the riot rubber bullets. Um, but Vaquita was at the vet. He healed and he was back protesting in no time. And then in 2020, the protests quieted down because of the pandemic, because there was a lockdown, you know. So mm. Vaquita was taken in by a vet during this time and lived with her for a while. And then he was back out on the streets when protesting resumed. 
Um, so I could only find information on him. And the latest information I could find was in 2021. He was taken to the vet again for some minor issues and he seems to be okay and living his best life. I can't find anything else on him. <laughs> so I hope, I think he's okay. still out there. I wish, I wish Maquita the best. Me too. <laughs> I hope he is continuing the fight and marching amongst the students. Yes. <laughs> um, so another dog that rose to fame in 2019 was El Rusio Capucha. So he kind of looks like a golden retriever, like in color. Um, but again, at first I, at first I thought Rusio meant blonde. Me I don't too, know why. Actually, I did Isn't, too. Doesn't it mean that somewhere? I think it does mean that in a lot of countries, Spanish speaking mm. countries, but in Chile specifically, it means boy from what I could tell on Google. I'm not from Chile, but that's what I read. I could be wrong. Hmm. So um, he looks like a golden retriever, and like his predecessor, El Matapacos, El Rusio Capucha lived in Santiago, in the streets of Santiago, Chile. And when protests broke out, he joined on the side of the protesters. Uh, protesters donned him with an honorary red bandana, just like El Negro Matapacos. <laughs> <laughs> so El Rusio Capucha could be seen marching along his fellow humans, and he never backed down. Um, he could be seen, yeah, same thing, charging at police. Um, there's so many iconic pictures of him as well. And like, he's like full of like, or there's pictures of him completely like soaked because of the water cannons. Sadly, in November, 2019, while protesting, police shot El Rusio Capucha with a water cannon and the blast of that sent him flying back several feet. So he suffered a contusion in his left lung. Um, and there's video of this. You could see it. I, I wouldn't recommend watching it. I'm not oh going to be sharing that because it's, I don't like watching dogs get hurt. And it, you, could, it, you could tell he got hurt. So he was taken to the organization Vet SOS for treatment. And while he was there, they discovered his wounds were more serious. So he also had some heart issues and an injured leg. Funds were raised, and El Rusio Capucha was transferred to a veterinary clinic in Germany. Germany? Yeah, Germany. All the way in Germany. <laughs> uh, he remained hospitalized for a while, and once he was better, a couple from Chile adopted him. And for his safety and health, um, he was kept out of protests. Oh, I mean, yeah. He has an Instagram page. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you can look it up. It's rusio.capucha. <laughs> And he's got over 40, like almost 45K followers, I want to say. And he's got a little dog sibling and you can see his, his adventures. <laughs> what is he? What is it called? Rusio dot Capucha. And Rusio's with the C, right? Yes. I found it. <laughs> it says, his bio says, soy el Rusio Capucha. And then it has a fist. Yes. <laughs> And a dog emoji. And he says, me gusta el agua y machar con mis amigos humanos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that in English would be, um, he, lo he loves water and to march along his human friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks a little old. <laughs> yeah. He's getting up there. <laughs> so El Negro Matapacos became the symbol of a revolution in Chile and one might say he became the patron saint of protesters worldwide. There's one, there's a street art somewhere where they have like John Wick. God, so there's a picture of, of Matapacos looking like a, what, like a, I don't even know. 
It's like a knight. Yeah, like a knight. And then it's um, Erucio <laughs> Capucha next to him, also in a knight suit armor, whatever it's yes. called. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of art with all the dogs together, but there's one that's my favorite. So it has John Wick as a saint with his hand up, almost oh Jesus like really. Um, yeah. With his hand up, and next to like next to him is um, a negro matapaco, said Rusio Capucha, and they all look like little angels. <laughs> I'm gonna be sharing all. Wow. These. But yeah, there's a lot of art about um, all of them, but uh, especially a negro matapacos. Oh my gosh! There's a picture of him in front of like a bus, or I don't know what it is. Yes, yeah, like a police vehicle, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's another one of, uh, I want to say, El Rusio Capucha, like, staring down a tank almost, like. <laughs> oh, my there's God. There's just, yeah, they, these dogs, um, I don't know, they just wanted to find Okay, I'm going to stop showing you pictures. Yeah, because I'm going to be sharing all of them, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I've seen, yeah, I've seen all of those. <laughs> oh, here they're carrying him. Is that, yeah, that's after he got Oh, no, you know, that's not That's after he, he was hurt? No, no. Oh. I think he probably got tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also, during the 2011 protest, there was a guy that was dressed in all black, and he was holding a stop sign. So it said Alto. And so there's art of um, Alto Man and El Negro Matapacos, like almost like comic oh book like running together. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be sharing all of this so that you all know what I'm talking about. Um, but there's a lot of art. Um, and yeah, and El Negro Matapacos, like his, his signs of him can be seen a worldwide, really. And there's also, a, I'm going to be sharing a video of Vaquita walking with protesters. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot. Um, and I couldn't find information on the, the fourth dog that I mentioned. Other, he has an Instagram page, but again, I don't know, like, there's no information on this, this poor dog and mm. Ch Chidi, whatever. I forgot his name already. I forgot his name Chirimoya, already. Chirimoya. Yeah. Chirimoya. Vets have begged protesters in Chile to try and keep dogs out of protests because it poses great dangers from the, for them, um, like being shot, blasted with water canyons, yeah. and especially tear gas. However, it is hard because a lot of these dogs are street dogs. and the, They're on the street, yeah, yeah. And they befriended, especially students, and so they want to follow the humans they know. Um, so, yeah, they did beg people to try and keep these dogs out of protest. But again, it's very difficult. It's hard because, yeah, they're on the street already. They gravitate towards people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's also, um, these are not in Latin America, which is why I didn't talk about them. But there's these two famous dogs from um, riots that, not riots, but protests that happened in Greece. <laughs> oh. And uh, oh, I didn't want to say their names because they're, uh, I'm going to look them up. Hold on. Yeah, in Athens, Greece, in the aftermath of a 2008 financial crisis, there was a lot of protests. Mm. So, um, Lukanikos. Oh my gosh. His, that translates to sausage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was this dog's name. Oh my god. Apparently his original name was Theodore and somehow it, his name became um, Lukanikos. <laughs> yeah, and his name was Sausage. Oh, he died in 2014, it seems. No, no, no. 2011, he died, but he was a folk hero as well. Oh. Just like uh, Negro Matapacos, who's like stuff of legends now. 
so yeah, like I mentioned earlier, um, vets were begging protesters to try and keep the dogs out of protests. But um, just a little more on the movement that happened in Chile. So on top of students organizing, there were also uh, women organizing to protest against femicides and Mapuche and indigenous people protesting for their rights. I did see a picture of um, Rucio Capucha with the feminist sign. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was estimated to be about 3.7 million protesters, 11,564 injured, 36 deaths, and over 2,800 wow. people detained during these protests. The, the protests calmed for a bit. There was a new constitution drafted as a result of the 2019 protests and a new president elected in March 2022. But thousands of students returned to the streets on March 25th, demanding higher um, food stipends. They're given $41 stipends for food, and that's not enough. Mm-mm. So these dem- this demonstration was a lot smaller than the 2019 protests. But police reacted similarly. They fired water cannons. One student was shot. And more protests occurred on May 1st, 2022. And these protests resulted in the death of a journalist. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, they elected a new president who was uh, elected um, campaigning as, like, a leftist. Mm-hmm. So, and and he, he claimed to be, like, a feminist. So, hopefully, he's Oh, I thought you were going to say move. some horrible thing, how he backtracked already. No, oh, like, <laughs> fucking Bukele. Oh, my God. Is that what he Did ran you know? on? He was, he was in the FMLN. I didn't know. Party. That was I his original know. party. I thought he was just always what he is. No. <laughs> but I know, I knew mm-hmm. it was gradually, he's gradually setting yeah. himself, himself up to be a dictator. A modern dictator, a cool dictator, mm-hmm. and and this president, Chile's president, is thirty six, which is why there's oh, it's like a, little a little scary. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. similar. Is he rich? Also, like from a rich, powerful family. He has a um, yeah, a rich background. His parent, his parents, his his um, like great, great, great something, whatever, moved from some european country to chile in the 1800s oh okay and then but and then he grew up in like a very isolated region of chile they were like stable but not rich rich oh okay um and his dad what was his dad i read what his job was and i forgot already and um but yeah he campaigned on leftist ideals not like left 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 right but um mm. The left, the party, the left, um, it was the Democratic Party, which includes the Communist Party of of Chile, who had a part in helping elect him. Um, and you know, he said he is a feminist. His uh, wife is like a big feminist icon as well. Mm. So it's it, it looks promising. And yeah, there was like a new constitution drafted, which did bring about some changes but there are still uh, protests occurring as of may mm. i couldn't find anything about june mm-hmm. the last protest i saw happened may 1st but yeah so hopefully you know it it moves chile in the right direction and then there's no more need for protest dogs to get hurt really quick do you know is guanaco a word for cops over there I think. Oh, okay. It's because I was looking at the first picture of um, Erucio Capucha, 
when he makes his little, or they write a little introduction for him, and he says his idolo is el negro matapacos. Um, yes. And um, then he says that when he was, or it says when he was a little puppy, he would watch um, matapacos like um, amongst the students running <laughs> after yeah. el guanaco. So that's why I thought maybe it was a cop. And then it says, me gusta mucho el agua, pero no el guanaco. It has to be. So this says it means tonto or silly. Oh. It's a llama-like animal that lives in Chile. But what does this have to do with I don't know. That's what it says on here. So, yeah, it says, Mi ídolo es el negro matapacos. Cuando era cachorro, lo vi alguna vez junto a los estudiantes con sus pañuelos y corriendo tras el guanaco. Huh. Oh, maybe he runs after the llama. Oh. I don't know. Uh... Because then it also says he doesn't like the guanaco. Oh. I think it is because then in the picture that where he was hurt, it says, or one of the pictures, it says, Una de las veces en que los chicos me estaban ayudando justo después de que me mojara el guanaco. So, yeah, it's the cops. Because oh, the cops wet okay. him with the, what is it, the water, what did you say, water? Uh, cannon? Water cannon. Oh, okay. Cannon, yeah. I was going to say canyon and I knew that was wrong because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has to it has to mean that, but everything on Google says it's the llama. <laughs> or it has to be like a nickname. Dumb. Like how we yeah. call the cops pigs here. Apparently it's a nickname for Salvadorians, which I've never heard. Hmm. Well, we don't know much about Salvadorian terms because of our dad. <laughs> We've only heard the slurs for Salvadorians, so <laughs> yeah. At the at the hest of our <laughs> Mexican family. <laughs> but yeah, those are the dogs. Little shorter episode. Um, just because I if I went into a lot of details about the actual protests, um, that was gonna take like three hours. <laughs> I mean I imagine like, with so many movements intersecting. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to focus on the dogs. <laughs> it was nice to hear about the dogs. Yeah, none of them ended in like a terrible way. So I wanted some something a little. We happier. definitely need a little something a little more lighthearted, even though it was mm, still a little heavy, <laughs> but not like yeah. as much as the other things we've talked about. For sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this, I don't know, share it with a dog loving friend who needs to hear about these revolutionary firulais <laughs> i'm guessing next episode's gonna be another me episode <laughs> uh, i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to have it done it's okay though it's but okay i make no promises <laughs> i really do uh, want to get it done though because i'm researching international adoption in uh guatemala and i feel like in these times <laughs> Mm, yep we're recording the the day after uh roe v wade was re repealed is that the right word overturned whatever overturned. yeah yeah the day was overturned so, so yeah it's fitting um to say that adoption is not the end-all be-all that people 
who are against abortions think it is. Yeah, and they always want to focus on adopt, adopt, adopt. So, yeah, that'd be cool if you finish the episode so we could hear a little bit more about it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and then I did, I was going to look through because I had found something... Uh, but now I can't find it. Of what? It was like a, a like a list of um, organizations to help if you're in a state that has banned abortions for sure. Oh, it's like access dot something, but it's not. It's not helpful if I can't find it. <laughs> Just post it on the IG when you find it. I'll share the link in the show notes. The thing I'm talking about, but yeah, it just helps you access. It's like a an organization, um, yeah, that helps people find ways to um, do what needs to be done <laughs> in states that it is legal to do so. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.